Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, Cube Kitchens, and that's of course Cube with a K, are one of the Ireland's best known kitchen designers and suppliers. I'm here in one of their showrooms here in Beacon Southwest, and I'm joined by the managing director, Pat McGrath, who's going to talk me through what Irish people are looking for in kitchens right now, but he's also going to give me a sense of this business. Pat, firstly, you're very welcome to the programme. Thanks, Bobby. Great to be here. Now, tell us a little bit about the origin of Cube Kitchens. As I understand it, the business was set up by the McNally family. It was indeed. The business was set up almost 50 years ago by by John McNally, and Edward and Ian took the business over going back about 25 years now. Originally, the company used to make furniture in Loch Shinney and Skerries. And about 22, 23 years ago, the, the brothers were about to reinvest new equipment went to a fair in Germany, uh, went to visit a production operation and came back and said that there was no way they, they could compete with the level of efficiency in German kitchen manufacturing. So took a view that they would stop manufacturing and bring the product indirectly from, from the German manufacturers instead. And that's how the business was developed. So I wanted to ask you about the amount of, I suppose, showrooms and studios that you have dotted across the country. Yeah, so we have nine studios in total, seven in Ireland uh, and two in the UK. Uh, in Ireland, six trade under the Cube, that's Cube with a K brand, and one as McNally Living, which is in Ballsbridge, selling a different different product. Okay. So then let's talk about, I suppose, how one interacts with their kitchens these days. Again, it's a long time since I've fitted out a kitchen, but I do notice that, you know, there's trends, there's right. fashions, there are practices. Uh, maybe we might walk through some of those. Yeah, I think the single biggest change has happened in, in kitchen design is that if you go back 15 years ago, the kitchen was where you cooked your food at your dinner and where you only really brought people that you really wanted to bring into your kitchen. The kitchens that we're designing now are part of a, a, of a bigger, maybe an extension where it's a kitchen, living and dining are all together. Yeah. So it means that as you're sitting watching your TV, you're in theory looking back at your kitchen. So the, the color of your cabinetry, the design of your kitchens, the lighting, the extraction, even the noise level of your appliances is so important because you don't want to be sitting watching your TV and hear your dishwasher clunking around in the background. And even then, if you're cooking at an island like the one in front of us here, you want to be looking out at your guests and talk while you're, while you're, while you're cooking. So, and also the way we interact with food, I think obviously we've always loved our food as a nation, but in the last number of years, the food fascination obviously has fed its way through to how we're designing kitchens. Okay. So we talk about, I suppose, open plan living. We talk about, you know, the theatre of, of, and the sociability of being in your kitchen and chatting, maybe cooking something, drinking a glass of wine and entertaining all kind of seamlessly. So it very is, it, it is very much a different space to what it used to be. Um, let's have a look at this kitchen over here, Pat. Um, Again, I'll just, I know this is radio, but I'll, I'll describe it for our listeners. Um, one trend I have noticed, and again, you won't find this in my house, but no one wants their, their toaster or their kettle on display, or is that just a religious thing? No, it's not. No, it's certainly the units we're designing now, I mean, people want clean worktops, clean spaces, so we're designing units like the one over here with a pantry where you store your toaster, your coffee maker and everything else, your air fryer. And that is, is part of the conversation around how people are cooking and how people are living. And on that basis, obviously, we're designing storage units to, to, to facilitate that. And on that, you talk about all the appliances that we have, air fryers, 
uh, thermo mixes, they all need to go somewhere. And so does that mean that there's another room now called the pantry, which another accommodates room. all these? Absolutely, there absolutely is. It's certainly something that we're being asked for as, as, as part of most of our k- kitchen consultations is, is a pantry. And it kind of goes back to the old the old style kitchens of, of that used to have these separate pantry and separate rooms. Now it's a, it's a unit like the one we've got here with pocket doors, where you've got your toaster, your coffee machine, and you've got some of your uh, your, your food products stored. So it is. It's it's almost as it's as much a design piece as it is a, a functional piece of the kitchen. What about trends around uh, hobs that we're looking at here? We've got induction. We've got extraction that goes down rather than up. Yes. These are innovations that I think are very prevalent now. Well, they are. The big trend at the moment, obviously, is for downdraft extractors, like the one you see in front of us here from, from Bora. And that really leads back to the conversation we had earlier about open plan living. If you think about a kitchen of old, you'd have had a big extractor coming down from the ceiling here, and it kind of obstructs the view. And, obstructs and they never work great, is my experience of them. great either is a problem. And so it was fine when you have to close the door and open your window, but now if you've got a kitchen, living and dining area, your extractor really needs to work for it. It needs to take away those smells and odors out of the room uh, and, and take away the steam, absolutely. So this is then what they call maybe self-condensing, that yeah, the, the smell and the grease gets dealt with as it goes down. Charcoal filter built in and that removes the, uh, the, the steam and, and, and the odors from the, from the room. Um, induction four-ring induction hob with a built-in extractor so it recirculates it you change the charcoal filter every six months it blows clean air back into the room much much easier way to work let's look at the ovens here behind you again does everybody have to have two ovens now um they don't but it's certainly most of the kitchens we're designing have two ovens and usually it'll be what you see here in front of you which will be a 45 centimeter on top which in some case is either a microwave or a combination oven and then a standard oven below or it may even be steam uh, and again, I suppose if it's about how you want to cook, and part of the conversation from with our design consultants, obviously, when they talk to people, is how do you cook? How big is the family? What kind of cooking space do you think you need? Yeah. Uh, you know, and people want to always looking for a big cavity oven for the turkey, which obviously is only used once once once, once a year. You know, so those are the kind of conversations that we get into when we're looking to design kitchens, you know. What about things like, I suppose, the look and feel of the presses? Uh, I see in this kitchen that we're looking at here, there's no handles, but it's all grooves. So that, again, is that part of this cleaner look? It it is. Most of our kitchens now would be handleless, and I think that's part of the look. And also what you see here is, we're seeing is is contrast. So you've got, obviously it's radius, you can't see, but you've got a wood finish, which is very much in, and that wood veneer look, that adds a certain amount of warmth to the kitchen and then you've got a very clean this is sahara this is price group two so it would be one of our entry-level doors which again it's a really nice looking kitchen one of our best sellers actually when we come to refrigeration now is the ice maker uh, the cold water uh, the double door massive american fridge is that all the rage or are they starting to become smaller again i think they're starting to become a bit smaller and they're also starting to be replaced by uh, by tap units like the cooker tap which has got the ability to provide you with cold water sparkling or still boiling water uh, and obviously normal tap water as well filtered water so i think it's about again it's about the conversation between the customer and the designer to understand what's important to them is ice important to them? Is cold water? Do they drink a lot of cold water? Do they drink a lot of still water, sparkling water, and how we can build 
their their dream kitchen because it is a, it is a dream for most people. Most people only buy two kitchens in their lifetimes, yeah. so it's a big big purchase, and it's a purchase also that people really struggle with because most people bring no expertise to the table. Yeah. What about the process then when somebody comes in here, say to the likes of at the Beacon South Quarter, they come in, they have a consultation as you call yes. it. So how does the process work? So if I get a consultation and you advise me, I presume there's a key point in where you hand over your expertise and you don't want to do that without being paid. No, obviously we want to be paid for our services at some stage. But the first thing I think and the most important part is to sit the customer down and I suppose demystify the the kitchen uh, purchasing exercise. And we break it down into five things. And there really are only five things that will determine the price of your kitchen. The first thing is the number of units. So the number of cabinets that are going to be a kitchen, small kitchen with less cabinets. Secondly will be the price groups. And our price groups go from price group one to price group nine. So obviously price group two is a cheaper is a cheaper door. It's not necessarily a cheaper look. And this door here is only price group two. It's a fabulous looking kitchen. Um, the third thing then would be the appliances. And again, your choice of appliances will determine on your cooking needs. And you're selling the appliances as well? We do. We, do. We, sell the, we sell the full range of appliances. So if you're really into your cooking, we can provide you with top-of-the-range product. Or if you're not, then we can provide you with very functional and, and, and very good ovens. And there's an advantage to that, again, if you're supplying the appliance as well as what it's housing. Yes. You know, you're only dealing with one person. No, absolutely. And I think if somebody is doing a renovation project, nothing worse than dealing with 10 or 12 different people. If we can do the job for you all in one, then it's something we're happy to do. Um, next thing then that determines the price obviously would be the accessories, things like your cutlery drawers or lighting systems and so on. They're all optional extras. And after that, then there's the worktop. So it's the stone surfaces that you would have here, which is your worktop here. And again, they range from price group zero to price group four. And it's all about, for us, not selling the person the most expensive kitchen, but selling the person the kitchen that really suits their needs. Yeah. And it is, I mean, most people, we did some research last year, I think over two-thirds of our customers had never bought a kitchen before, and it's a big, big spend. Yeah. And not to pin you down on spend, but you talk about, you know, grade one to nine. Yeah. Uh, how much, what what do people typically spend? Yeah, our, our average kitchen um, would be around about 23,000, €24,000. Yeah. And that would, be, that, that would be your kitchen, uh, would be your furniture, your appliances, and your worktop. So this kitchen we're standing in here comes in at 24000 Wow, okay. And finally, can I ask you, Pat, about our new relationship with the outdoor yes. uh, and the kitchen, again, providing a role in that? Yes. Uh, how does that factor into design? It does. Um, it certainly factors into design, and we are looking at some of our projects, some of the bigger projects, where we're starting to build in some outdoor, out, outdoor kitchen units. And there really, it's about, it's about bringing the garden uh, into the kitchen. Yeah. Um, so certainly for some of the bigger projects, it's uh, certainly something we're, we're actively looking at. Okay, well, I have to say, I haven't done this for a long, long time. And I've really enjoyed the immersive experience about coming out here, finding out how it works on behalf of our listeners. But uh, Pat, thank you very much for joining us today. And indeed, uh, this is a wonderful business. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.